Hello and welcome to Matrescence Awakening with Kieran Lee. I'm your host, Kieran, and in this space, we explore all things matrescence, spirituality, mindset, personal development, and growth. I'm sharing nourishing conversations with some of my favorite humans as we explore new ways of being and doing on our personal evolution. Today, I'm chatting with my business coach, spiritual mentor, and gal pal, Tracy Spencer. New mama to one-year-old Ollie, Tracy is an author, speaker, and biz butt kicker here to teach women to rock their light. Creative doula to your dreams, Tracy's no-fluff approach and spiritual straight talk is like a permission slip to step into your power and birth your soul work into the world. Through her signature group mentoring immersion, Lightworkers Academy, and her book, Rock Your Light, Tracy has supported hundreds of women to move through self-doubt and uncertainty and into radical self-belief to consciously create the business and life of their dreams. Tracy is a guiding light for many and witnessing her journey through pregnancy and into motherhood whilst still rocking the biz world has been nothing short of exquisite. Tracy, welcome. What's oh my up, goodness. Sister? <laughs> I'm so excited to get onto the mic with you today because you just bring the truth bombs all the time. And I feel like sometimes we need that. Sometimes we just need a bit of a, a shaking, a bit of like calling out on our own bullshit that we hold on to. And you live this way and you teach this way. And I, I'm just really excited for the journey we're going to go on today, I feel like it's going to be more than a conversation. We are going to feel some feels today. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that too. And like, so excited for this chat. Like how long have we got? Four hours? Cool. Yeah. Um, clear and, your day, people. Yeah, clear the schedule, clear the schedule, put the kettle on. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you for saying all of those words. It's beautiful to hear that. And um, yeah, I'm excited. Let's, let's, let's see where the roller coaster goes today. <laughs> let's do it. Let's start by talking about what your version of spirituality is. So what does that mean to you? What does that create or bring into your life? Why do you connect to your spirituality and how do you do that in the way that you do? What a freaking juicy question to start with. And I feel like this is such a cool topic because I know we're going to speak about matrescence and the shifts and the identity and labels and all of that. But like, my definition or understanding of spirituality has really changed since when I probably first started my awakening journey, right? And I think when you first start out, it's like spirituality is like going to yoga and having my chakras aligned and, you know, doing all these beautiful things, which of course underlying that is like having a deeper connection with ourselves, right? Like that's kind of the tools or the, the pathways that we get there. And what I'm really understanding in this season that spirituality really means to me is just like, a space to come home to myself. And it is about like my soul being in an embodied expression. And what's really cool about that is like my soul being in its truest, like most embodied expression now in this season of motherhood is different to me on the, the other side of the birth portal, you know, and it's different to me five years ago. It's different to me 10 years ago when I started my awakening. So I think it's this beautiful understanding of, or what I'm, what I'm understanding it now is like, of course, the deep connection to self, but what is my soul expression now? That is that spirituality to me, being who I really, truly came here to be in this season. So when you say this season, are you referring to motherhood or do you feel like this season started prior to motherhood and maybe it's enhanced or deepened in motherhood? Or do you feel like the motherhood shift really is like a new complete season for you? For me personally, a new season and definitely started like there was there was also always like sprinkles of it, like sprinkles of this mother season, this mother energy, like sprinkles of it on top of a different Sunday. But now it's like the whole Sunday <laughs> with, the, with the other bits sprinkled on top. You know what I mean? So, and we're I not, we're like, probably not talking a vanilla Sunday here, are we? Oh, <laughs> it's hell, be no. <laughs> hell no. Um, yeah. So, definitely, definitely birth was the portal of shift for me and like a, a deeper integration and just more depth and more of like, yeah, just more of my expression wanting to come to the table, you know? And of course, when that changes or like, you know, you shift in yourself, of course, business shifts, relationship shifts, life shifts, right? Because it's all coming from your center, from you. 
So what are you feeling like your biggest expression of self is at the moment? Well, sister, I'm in some bloody good rebirth energy right now. So (laughs) I'll get back to you on that. But um, something I've really been exploring right now and reflecting on is just things in, in business that just I don't fucking care about anymore. That used to, I used to want to do things a certain way or have, or have had visions or dreams that I have to be okay with letting them go now, not because I don't have the capacity to do it, but they just don't, they don't have resonance with me anymore. And that's like a grieving process, right? It's a grieving process of old self, of old dreams, of old identity. And what I understand now, and just literally over the last couple of days reflecting is like honoring the fact and acknowledging the fact that my maiden self built my business. Pre-Ollie, my maiden self built my Lightworkers Academy, built my brand, built my mission, built my business, built my abundance. Like I was really in the season of like, I have a fucking vision and I'm getting after it and no one's getting in my way, you know, which I'm so grateful for that. I have such drive and such creative energy, but on the other side of the birth portal, it's like, hmm, I still have that drive and I still have that passion, but I don't just want to be known for the firecracker because there's so much more to me. I want to be known for my big heart as well. And I want to be known for my real, the way that I deeply nourish my community and I'm so protective of my people. Like I want to be known for that as well. And I think that's the process I'm going through right now of like, I don't like I've been seen as this certain person seen as this certain way and built my business. And it doesn't mean that it was ever not aligned or inauthentic. It was the season that I was in and that was my truest soul expression there. But it's like that stuff doesn't fit now. Kind of like the metaphor of like when you go and put your old clothes on, you're like, I just don't feel myself in these anymore it feels like this in this transition of business that I'm in now and just what I'm really exploring through my offerings and like what I want to, what's, what's deeply important to me and my values now. And yeah, I think it's just, I see this, this process happens so much and me just going through it. And let's just use birth as a metaphor. I think women in general uh, go through this, like we're so afraid to change and we're so afraid to explore different parts of ourselves and, we often get triggered in other women when we see them changing and growing and evolving and we're we're wanting to do that, but it's like, oh, we're not like allowing ourselves permission. Like we need to stay the same. Don't be too big. Don't be too this. Like, well, people know you as this. So just like, don't, don't shift it because you'll make them feel uncomfortable and just all the bullshit that comes from that. Um, But yeah, I'm just, just really exploring that right now of what, like what's really true to my soul right now in the way that like, I, I want soul work right now like I want depth and I want substance and I want deep marination and nourishment like like I said this old way of business it, it's not old and shit it's just there's a new evolution to it and there's a new expression wanting to come through and like I feel like there'll be a lot of people that resonate with this when you're just kind of like a bit of a fucking baby giraffe and you're like eh, eh, eh. like this doesn't work and it's like why aren't my launches working or feeling not necessarily working but feeling like they used to why aren't my offerings feeling why aren't I feel like why isn't my heart super locked into this like it used to and it's like because that's not you anymore there's this beautiful new energy trying to come through so um did I answer the question <laughs> what was the question I can't even remember <laughs> what the question was <laughs> <laughs> so yes my life story we will that mark that as a yes so <laughs> I when you announced that you were pregnant with Ollie there was I noticed a shift through your content and mm. I didn't notice it all the time but I remember reading a post that you wrote and I was like oh that's a I want to say softer I want a better mm-hmm. word because soft can often hold connotations of yeah, not being in your power, but, you know, like mm, a, a mm. gentler, maybe gentler energy coming through, a really yeah. nurturing, mothering energy coming through in a post. And I was like, oh, that was a, that's really different to what I've kind of seen Tracy and I've seen, mm. um, you know, putting out before and I've seen her and I've seen that kind of sprinkled through stuff then on, but it's definitely not been like the, the, the sole thing that I've noticed. Yeah. Although the people that work with you, like I know about your big heart. I know about your nurturing quality and yet also calling me out on my bullshit when I need it. (laughs) You know, I know these things about you and it's really, really uh, 
interesting and inspiring to see more and more of that coming through your work and the way that you show up on socials and the way that you, um, you know, create your offerings and, and launch them out into the world. And from the external point of view, I can really see you living those changes, um, I guess, publicly in a way, but yet not being so exposed that you have to share every tiny little detail about it. Yeah, yeah. And I mentioned, and we've kind of had a little brief chat about this um, as well, like I just feel so in this season of storytelling and it's kind of like I feel like right now my healing is coming through just sharing when I'm in it slash just on the other side of it. Like not sharing from all these open wounds, but like healing through storytelling, hearing through healing through like, like I want depth. Right. And I think that's, I so, and softening is so the word, right. Because like, I'm a tough farm bitch at heart. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, it's been me feeling safe in showing that part of me. Right. Because of so many conditioning things in my upbringing, like, um, you know, and just things that we take on, don't, don't show too many of your emotions, like don't upset others, like, um, you know, just don't rock the boat, say the same, same. So it's like, just been this really interesting thing of me starting to like that part of me, that soft mother, motherly nurturing part of me wanting to take up more space now in my business. And it's really this, like, I feel like it's like body led business now where it's like, yeah, Trace. So again, you've built your identity around this and that's still who I am. I'm never going to not call people shit because I love them so much. I'm like, I'm going to call your shit out because I love you, man. Like <laughs> don't stay in that. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because my one-on-one clients and stuff like that, they see that part of me, but it's just, I'm still letting myself feel safe in letting people in on a wider sense, you know, and, and where I've always placed just value in my fire and just value in, let's just call it for lack of better terms, the masculine in me. But actually there's so much value in my feminine that I just had to see and feel in myself to let other people see and feel too, you know, and that's, that's what's wanting to come through and lead now. Do you feel like in your maiden self, did you have the desire to be softer, to be more nurturing, to be gentler in your approach, but it was more like, the the fire and the masculine took over and that's what you created your persona around? Or do you feel being in that masculine, being that, you know, that fiery trace that we all know and love, that was your honest truth at the time. It's just the evolution has taken a hold now. Yeah, 100%. I feel like it's the evolution now. Because yeah. I look back and I'm like, none of that felt like out of alignment or like I was like hiding a part of me that was my truest expression and like I said it was like I had a fucking vision and I was like I gotta move some energy like let's go and that that part of me that fire is moves energy right in my community in myself in my um vision so it's just this evolution now like I said of um this other part of me is like ready to kind of take the lead a little bit more you know and yeah I think that's just the classic shift in business and really exploring this like feminine embodiment and leadership, like starting to stack some evidence of where it's safe for us to lead with that. Because I think there's just all this stuff online and everywhere where it's like strategy, 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 formula, da, 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 da. And it's like, where are we starting to become a bit dry because of that? And where is our soul starting to become actually quite a bit fucking bored, you know? And like, is that our deepest soul work if we're just plugging into someone else's system again and again and again and again? And then like, oh, and no wonder it's not working. You know, so this real deeper trust in ourselves, in our surrender and how our soul work wants to come through, you know. So how have you moved through this process of grieving the life that you had in your maidenhood? Yeah. Because it is, and I think that's something that we don't have enough conversation, knowledge, awareness around is that when we do change and evolve, it is almost like we're having to say goodbye to parts of ourselves. And when we're in motherhood, when we're in that season of matrescence and figuring out who the fuck we are, it can feel like even more work to have to say goodbye to things that have just felt so true to us previously. It's like I'm letting go of so many things, you know, with motherhood often comes having to let go of hobbies because you don't have the time and friends because they kind of drift away and, you know, all these things. And now all of a sudden we're having to let go of 
inner parts of ourselves that we feel felt really connected to and aligned to and tied Familiar. to. Yeah. So how have you moved that process through that process of grief of knowing that yes, that was there, that served me, but also I can change and grow and welcome in this new stage of my life. Yeah, well, a lot of tears. <laughs> um I think and again, I'm still very in it. So I love that this is a conversation that we can like pinpoint now at this point in time. But what I've noticed in myself is like Ollie's 14 months now or something. And for the for literally the first year, I didn't have the capacity to feel any of it. Cause I like, you know, I'm um I have a business and I'm, you know, you're just in mum life, your mental capacity is just like dot dot dot, what I gotta get through, like doing the things that I just didn't have the capacity to actually drop in and really feel into any of it until recently when my body was like, yo, 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 time to have a little look at this. And this kind of started when I actually, you know, I recently shared a snippet of my birth story, which I didn't think I was really ever going to share, but just the acknowledgement of that, the acknowledgement of, hang on a second, I still had a really beautiful birth, but I'm fucking pissed at some things. And I'm frustrated and I actually need to acknowledge that, yes, again, I'm really grateful when we have a beautiful son, but I need I need to acknowledge the fact that I feel really confused about some things that happened and I feel really fucking angry about it. And that just starting to acknowledge how I was truly feeling in my body was like the little thread started to unravel. And then it was like, oh, okay. And what I've noticed is... I don't have the capacity necessarily to go and do big hour, two hour release sessions at a time. So what started happening with my body is like I would wake up at 3 a.m. and I'd just have a little cry at 3 a.m. I'd go sit in the lounge room and just like literally just cry in the dark. And I was like, I don't really know what that is, but something's something's letting go. Something is clearing out of my body. Something's releasing from my nervous system. And you know, we don't have to always understand it. We can just let our body process it because it's so wise. It knows exactly what to do. So it kind of started unraveling from that. And then it's like, now I'm starting to understand, cool, I need to, I need to create the the conditions or the container for me to really go into my body again. So it started with a little 3am cries and now like, um, and we like, you know, we're just chatting before we rescheduled this podcast. Cause a couple of days ago, I was like, sister, I ain't in the state to record a podcast. Like your girl's in some feels and it will be shit. And I'll just cry the whole time. Um, full transparency. So, (laughs) you know, that release for me was like, there's been a lot of like punching pillows lately because, oh, hang on trace. There is actually some anger there. And, you know, you thought it was from birth, but actually this goes back to when you were a teenager, you know, and it's like a birth straight at the sacral chakra and the base chakra. Once you really drop into that, it's like, oh, now we start to really get into the into the meaty things here, you know? Um, so I think it's, it's, it's really me understanding that you can't rush this process. And I'm just so not interested in rushing this, this season of healing, because I know this is all of our foundations. And if we rush it, it's just fucking wobbly foundations. And this is the whole, even in business, it's like, we're so fucking addicted to rushing and, and we've got to birth things straight away and launch things straight away. And like, again, this is probably how I used to do it. And it really worked for me. And it works in, you know, in some, in some um, ways, but like only if your body is online, only if your body is on the same page, you know, body led business. So yeah, I think it's just, it, it's unraveling for me and, and just letting myself be in, it might just be in little five, 10 minute increments that I just need to go and sit and have a little cry or like Ollie and Luke go for a walk. So that's when I like punch some shit, <laughs> you know, or have a dance out or something, but it's really just letting my body lead at the moment. And it's, it looks different every single day. And this is something we've kind of spoken about. And even what I've witnessed in you really understanding that the embodiment stuff is really, you can't, it's, it's not, it's not linear. You know, you can't be like, cool, so today I'm going to sit and journal on this and um, heal this stuff. And then it's like, cool, so I thought I was going to heal this, but fuck, I just opened a can of worms over here and now i got to deal with that. And it's this this threshold of our power and something I'm really learning again after birth, like trusting myself with big energy in my body and big energy in my body is trusting myself with feeling some deep pain and grief and sadness and frustration and anger so that I can really access that deep joy and connection and love and like 
all of it is there's so much richness richness to all of it right and i think that's this season of like i want the deep shit i want all of this i don't want just this shiny stuff i, I don't fucking care about that you know i want to feel it all so yeah that's where i'm at oh my goodness i have so many things that i <laughs> need to say on all of that um first off so interesting that it's taken you a year to really understand and process that, hang on a second, there's some things with my birth that I'm just not okay with because we are so told that it's fine because you've got a healthy baby. Mm. Like you should just be grateful. Yeah. You, you know, you're both alive, you're both healthy. What more could you want? Mm -hmm. And that level of just expectation that we think that's, the thing that we need to aspire to, aspire to, you know, as long as I've got a healthy baby, that should be enough. But actually we hold so much grief and trauma around these sorts of things and we don't allow ourselves to Mm -hmm. go there to think about it. We don't even allow our mind to think about it because it's like I shouldn't be thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you know, when we finally get to that point, it can be like this bubbling over and, yeah, it can just look so different for everybody and and for you obviously using those tools of, physically moving that energy in the embodiment is just yeah so powerful and something that you've really taught me and shown me can be really impactful on our healing journey I remember the first time you told me to just put on some raging music and go punch some pillows I was like I'm not doing that what are you like oh no stop it I didn't sign up for this shit yeah yeah and then I was like okay all right I was really angry about something one day and it just kept coming up and and I know I get to that point where I'm really angry because I have these like debates in my head these conversations (laughs) in my head with the other person about things that haven't happened and things that I'm bringing in and I'm like okay like I don't want to have this conversation in my head anymore it's like all right I'm gonna do what Tracy says. <laughs> <laughs> and then how good do you feel after it? Well, I put the I put the ragey music into my head and my body just didn't want to move, you know, because yeah. my my usual um response to when I'm feeling really angry or upset or like distrusting in people is to curl into the fetal position and just freeze. not want to move and move and freeze. So I was like, okay, mm. I'm just gonna let my body do what's what it wants to do here. And I ended up crawling down onto the floor and going into like a tight kind of child's pose sort of. Um, yeah. position and I was like that's really interesting like this is where my body wants to go it just wants to close and I was like I'm not going to allow it to do that because I need to move this energy and I got up mm-hmm. and I was kind of like really like flakily hitting a pillow like <laughs> like little galley punches <laughs> and then I was like okay no and then the music started getting more ragey and more ragey and I just like released and I and it kept mm-hmm. building and building and building and I got to a point where I was just like this big release where I was just like like growling and screaming and punching. Yes. And then I was like, okay, then it like slowly, you know, calms down, slows down. And I had my playlist set up. So it moved into music that was more gentle where I could just start swaying and moving my body. And, and I think it was about half an hour. I was just letting my body lead and not making it mean anything or not feeling weird about it. Just closing my eyes, being in my head with my, you know, in my body with my headphones in. So I was like, I was in this little bubble and I was like, Wow. I didn't know I had so much pent up frustration and anger that could just be released in that way. Yeah, huge. And so celebrating you in that because this is when we start to access feminine power, right? Because the funny thing is, is when people go, you know, like my body doesn't really want to move or we go into the heady stuff of like, oh, this kind of feels a bit weird. And what's really happening there is we're afraid to let go of control. Yes. Because once the fucking wild woman comes out, whoo, now we're talking power, you know, and we have so much fear around that, fear around feeling our big emotions, feeling our quote-unquote ugly emotions like we've been maybe taught or labelled and feeling our bigness, feeling our raw, feeling our fucking sacred rage, you know. So it's interesting and I love the way that the, the body expresses because we can be up here in our head being like, oh, no, it's okay and talk ourselves out of it. But then when you actually drop into the body and it's like, no, I only need to punch some shit. Like you said, I want to growl. It's like, wow, if we just listen to that and this is the whole thing with birth of like, you know, just be grateful and get on with it, that's suppressing our power. That's that's literally freezing up the sacral chakra and our voice box. And no wonder we don't fucking speak up about anything. No wonder we don't listen to ourselves. No wonder our body's screaming one thing but we're going along with people pleasing like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll just... I'll just be over here and never ask for any help and I'll just get on with it. And it's like, oh, my God, fuck that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. just really 
being more connected to the external people guiding you, thinking they know what's best rather than just coming back into your own body. And it can feel quite scary to to come back into your body and be led by Mm -hmm. your intuition because it's that radical self-responsibility of this is the choice that I am making. I'm making this from a place of my power and if people don't like it, I have to feel strong enough within my choice and within myself to either defend my choice or put that boundary and, and move those people out of my life because that can feel really scary as well to set those boundaries. Yeah. Something that you're really great at doing is setting those boundaries. Is that something mm-hmm. that you've really had to build and grow? And has that changed since moving into motherhood? Or has that kind of fire trace always felt comfortable, I suppose, setting boundaries for people that are you're energetically leaking to? Yeah, great question. So I've definitely grown into my ability to set boundaries and be okay with them and be okay with people think I'm a bitch. And because like my energy and now my family's energy is is fucking number one priority to me. Like protecting myself and protecting my family is is everything to me. So like <laughs> if you fuck with me or my family, you're out. Like soz, but that's how it rolls around here. But what I'm also exploring right now is noticing when it's a, a boundary from, um, you know, me setting it intentionally of like, cool, you cross the line, that doesn't feel good, the protection versus when it's a boundary from me shielding myself from going into a particular emotion or shielding myself from a trigger, you know? So it's like, where does it come from this internal place of empowerment versus actually you're making me how do I explain that? Not you're making me feel a certain way or like, oh, that's really triggering me and I don't have the confidence to fucking voice my, like speak up about it. So I'm just going to put a boundary there because I don't want to do anything about it versus actually where do I actually just need to have a conversation here and then I wouldn't even need a boundary because the conversation would be the work, be the healing. Yeah, so more no, like so, you're being challenged. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely, I'm probably sometimes too good at setting boundaries. And then I'm like, okay, probably need to let some more people in. (laughs) Probably swing a little bit too far one way. Um, But that's again, just this, like, I guess that maiden energy I was in, I was just like, I'm fucking on a mission. Don't fuck me. I've got time. Like, don't, like, don't come into my field. Don't, you know, I'm, here's where I'm going. Whereas now it's like, really just wanting to soften those edges a little bit and still, again, very clear boundaries, but just just noticing what's underneath them. If it's like, oh, is this a boundary from self-protection kind of thing playing out versus is this like empowering me or disempowering me kind of vibe? And how do you actually work that out? What what do you do? What do you sit with? What do you, yeah, how do you take the time to be like, okay, is this yeah. serving me or is it not serving me? Yeah, a lot of just like self-inquiry and I know that's really quite boring to say, but that's what it is, like a lot of just being with my own thoughts and letting myself have time to process things. But again, my body knows. My body, if my body's flaring up from a big reaction, it's like, and that could be in any way, right? Like our body shows us in different manifestations, but like for me, it's just a real gut feeling or just a real like a very clear like fucking no, like shut it down. (laughs) Um. So yeah, just, just feeling into that from the inside out and, and the self-inquiry of like, okay, what, like, what's this telling me or what, what does this mean or what's going on here? And sometimes it's like, you don't need to actually know. It's just a no, like you don't actually need to try and do a fucking PowerPoint presentation on why you need to do this boundary. It's just your body's like, trust your fucking body. And then a couple of like, you know, something I'm exploring now with boundaries, particularly with family and stuff. I'm like, okay. I've had that boundary for a while now. So what's actually underneath it? Let me just sit with that. Oh, okay. I just haven't felt safe expressing myself in this way, or um, I haven't had the capacity or the space to, or I've just avoided this conversation and like the boundary has been set kind of on that foundation. So really, yeah, really revisiting boundaries that you've had from those maiden years to be like, well, is this serving me in this new season? Because I'm, you know, almost a, a completely new person. Yeah operating in a new way, updated, updated systems within myself. (laughs) So let's just not keep doing things just for the sake of it, because that's the way it's always been done. Yes. Yes. And what I always like to remember is we're always teaching people how to treat us. That's why changing feels so scary because we've 
we've taught our parents how to treat us. We've taught our partner how to treat us. We've taught our friends how to treat us. So like, that's why some, when, you know, if you identify as a people pleaser, it's like, you're the one that people will just come and spill all their wounds and garbage on. And then they leave and they're like, oh my God, I feel so much better. Thank you. And you haven't even been able to share any of your stuff. And you just feel like you need to go have a nap because you're so fucking drained, you know? So it's like, we've taught people that, that, and that's where it's like, cool. The boundary needs to be like, you know, solid and laid or the conversation of like, Hey, this isn't going to fly with me anymore. needs to be had. Like we got to clean it up a little bit. So I think, yeah, it's, it's that permission again of like, we're allowed to fucking change our mind on everything in our life. Like I used to have this boundary. Now I'm okay with it. Or I used to not have this boundary and now I'm fucking setting one, you know? So I think again, the whole society is just for some reason has this weird thing probably just patriarchal bullshit as per um, this weird thing about just women not being able to change. And like, you know, we're just so um, like groomed into being like, this is how you are. Don't rock the boat. Don't be too loud. Don't be too big. Don't show your emotions. Don't be too wild. Like fucking just keep it together. And like, no wonder our bodies are just like, ah, get me out of here. (laughs) Yes. And I love that, that coming back to self in this analysis of, boundaries because I think I often look at the external what's the external taught me what have I grown up believing are the the steps and the path that I need to follow you know what's the thinking that I've had instilled in me from childhood that I'm still carrying on to all of these sorts of things and thinking well is that serving me is that external story still serving me but I guess I've never really had that inquiry into and maybe I've done it unconsciously had that inquiry into well what have I set that's no longer serving me? What have Mm. I been in control of previously Mm -hmm. that I can now either release or change or shift or strengthen Mm. in this new season? So I love that. Yeah. And I think there's a, there's like a in-between section of that where it's like, you, you've just grown more solid in yourself. That's when you can start to go back and be like, cool, I set this boundary, but I feel more solid or I've, you know, um, done some healing work or I've grounded more into myself or now I just know my truth and I'm okay if people fucking take it or leave it. And when you're kind of in that embodiment, that's when I think you can explore changing things again versus like when you're really in it, you're like, I'm never fucking changing this. Get out of my life, (laughs) you know, because it feels so raw and so like, fuck you in a way for some, some things. (laughs) And I also feel like it's, we try to, our ego tries to hold on to that because it's what is the decision that we made. So we want to yeah. be right. Yeah. Like we don't want people to think that we made the wrong decision or we failed or mm-hmm. we've changed. It's like, no, I'm standing firm in this because I fully believe that I know the best thing for me. Exactly. And then we have And then it internal- just gets to a point where it's actually just you betraying you and you're like, ah, shit. <laughs> yes. I really noticed that. And I spoke about this in the very first episode that I released on my journey. But when I first got into the business world, I started a- an online e-commerce store And when I felt like that wasn't really giving me enough, when I felt like I wasn't feeling fulfilled with that, I was like, I need something more. I need something different. So that's when I started training and teaching hypnobirthing. Mm. And when I first started on that journey, I was like, I'm going to keep both businesses. I'm going to run my store Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be teaching hypnobirthing. Like I, you know, made this decision to start this store and I'm committed to it. And And I'm I'm not going to fail. I'm not going to fail. I'm going to show the world that I can do both because I'm a strong independent woman. (laughs) And then after, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after about a month, I was like, I can't know. Like I'm, my energy is just not good there. I don't want Mm. to be doing that. So I, it was a real big process of me, for me to be like, okay, now I have to announce to the world that I'm shutting the store and all these people that gave me this support and gave me their money, like they're going to think it failed. But I just had to release all of that because I knew yeah. that I'd be carrying that for not yet, for reasons that I didn't need to be carrying it. Yeah, and so many of us, I always use the term like carrying, like taking up energetic real estate, like so many things we're hanging on to in our life, old dreams, old businesses, old relationship, old stories, old beliefs. Like it's taking up energetic real estate. I call it like aura hoarding. Um, And this is why we're so burnt out. This is why we're so exhausted. This is why things aren't flowing, you know, because it's like, can we love ourselves enough to let some shit go now? And I think a lot of that comes from when, you know, and I'm exploring this too, like what is self-worth and what is conditional self-worth? Like self-worth when you're like really anchored in it is cool. I can let these things go and I don't really care. It's not like, oh my God, I failed. 
oh my God, I, I didn't make, you know, I used to make this much money and now I make this much money. And what does this mean? Does this mean I'm shit? Does this mean I'm failing? Da, 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 like all of that versus, um, yeah, like where where is our self-worth conditional based on still external things? Yes, yes. And that just reminded me of a conversation that we had about my rosacea in that mm, yeah. I my self-worth was conditional on whether I had clear skin. So this journey of eight months of having my skin not clear and not being able to control it has mm. maybe been one of those annoying lessons that I've had to have to be like, <laughs> well, actually, you need to feel worthy of yourself no matter what condition your skin is in. Absolutely. And this is, I think, the, the journey for a lot of women uh, pre-baby and then post-baby or like that portal we go through is like, especially if you've had or, or even if you step away from a certain <clears throat> business, doesn't matter if you have a baby or not. It's like you've built an identity around your worth being attached to an income, attached to the way that you do business, the way that your energy, your body, like everything. And then, oh, hang on a sec, things change. Oh, and now you don't feel worthy. Now you don't feel love or now you're not, you know, trusting yourself. So actually all of that was kind of built on quite shaky ground, mm. you know? So I feel like that's this this beautiful birth portal. It's like as hectic as it sounds, it's like it really is like, a bit of a smash up to your base chakra on on a few different levels. Let's go energetically, but it's really all those foundations. You've got to rebuild them from actual true worth. Like, Oh, I'm not hustling anymore. Am I still of value to the world? Am I still worthy? Am I still, um, can I still love myself? Like all of these things, right. When things change where we're still putting us, our self-worth and our self-love quite externally. And something that you you teach, you you speak to, I mean, it's, you know, everything that is Tracy is lightworkers. So mm-hmm. for anyone that's not familiar with you or your work, what is a lightworker? Yeah. So I just use the term lightworkers is pretty much, and I think I've described this through my book as well as anyone that just feels called to use their creative heart gifts in the world. Right. And what I'm really all about is the fact that the label that you work under doesn't matter. It's about the energy that you bring to the world. So a light worker can just be a really conscious, heart-centered mama bear. A light worker can be someone who works in a fucking bank. A light worker can be someone who works at Coles. Like you know when you're in the presence of a light worker because you just feel better or you feel different. They got a little twinkle in their eye, you know, and it's just like, oh, I just feel really safe with you. Or like, soul family. Like I get you, man, (laughs) you know? And yeah, I think it's just, there's just been such a big thing about what our work needs to look like. And this is a big letting go as well through the motherhood journey. I think of like, it has to look a certain way or be a certain thing. And that equals success or that equals I'm, I'm doing something good. I'm having impact. And it's like, like, what if our impact isn't actually about anything to do with fucking numbers? What if, what if our, um, and again, our worth isn't anything to do with fucking numbers. And it's, again, like I said, it's nothing to do with fucking labels. I think we're so, we're so addicted to having a label to make us feel a certain way or think, think a certain thing about ourselves. But it's like, when we take all that shit away, it's just like, it's just about you being you. Like our purpose is a feeling. Our power is a feeling, you know? And if we start to unravel what it needs to look like and focus on okay, this is just a, f- a feeling and what does it mean to me and what does it feel like to me and then bringing more of that into your life. Like you're probably already doing your light work a lot of the time. You're probably already in some expression of it or, or getting closer to it, um, you know, but it's just all that pressure that we have of what it needs to look like, sound like, fucking what our bio needs to be. So, yeah. And I think for, you know, any woman that's maybe being really career-driven, like kind of you were in your maiden years, you know, very go-getter, corporate ladder climber, business builder, really committed to that part of the life and then moving into that motherhood space, the matrescent space, it can feel really challenging to be like, well, my sole work at the moment is being a mum, is being at home because that doesn't feel like there's the acknowledgement there because we don't value mothers and and the work that mothers do at all within society to anywhere near the degree it needs to be acknowledged. but feeling okay in that space and feeling worthy within yourself within that space can be really challenging. 
Or also for me, you know, I experienced a bit of the opposite as well. I grew up believing that my sole purpose in life was to be a mother. I Mm. am destined to be a mother. And then I become a mother and I was like, well, shit, this doesn't feel as fulfilling as I thought that it would. I'm supposed to be like in my element here. This is everything Mm. that I'd ever dreamed of Mm. and everything that I was striving for is to be a mum. And yeah, I'm here. And it doesn't feel right. Like not, yeah. not that it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like my purpose is just here. Yeah. yeah I wanted more. Yeah. So letting go of those stories that we've grown up with, like, I'm this particular person. I want this for my life. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a huge thing for me as well. Like I, uh, my whole lineage is farmers, right? So it's like the farmer's wife, just what about her dreams? She's the farmer's wife. You know, so for me, I was like, fuck that. I'm never having that. I'm building my own empire. <laughs> and I did, right? <laughs> I got after it. But then it's it's also this understanding of like, wow, this mother energy has actually been there all along, just being expressed differently. And I think that's the whole thing we're letting go of is you can be an amazing, present, nourished, loving mama bear and still want to be expressed through your creativity, through your soul work. Like we're multidimensional. How the fuck can we just have one channel of our expression? You know? So like this mother energy really comes through and it comes through you and all anyone that has a business, like just look at the ways that it or is already leading your life without you thinking about it. Like the way that you want to nourish your community, the way that you just love your clients, the way that you just want to create beautiful things and beautiful experiences. That's all mother energy. You know, and I think we're just at this time where we're really understanding or like acknowledging in ourselves the value of that because we've placed so much value in the go, 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 do, do, do. Um, not kind of hustle culture, but like even the corporate ladder, right? Like that has been what a big paycheck has been attached to in our society. So it's like us reprogramming the value in the feminine, the value in taking your time and building beautiful things and fucking loving your community and loving your soul work. And, you know, again, that conditional worth versus what's, what's true worth. Yeah. And then physically seeing how you can bring more of that into your life. So if you want to slow down, if you want to nurture more, how can you bring that into your life? Something that I I picked up on just a couple of days ago for me, I do a um, an enzyme peel on my face and I have to be rubbing my face for seven to 10 minutes. And I noticed when time. I, it's a really long time, I know, <laughs> like podcast length. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> but what I noticed is that I was moving my fingers so vigorously and so quickly around my face and I just kept doing it. And then I was like, hang on a minute, you've got to be here for seven minutes. Why are you moving your hands so quickly? Like my nervous system was like wired, like I've got to get this done. I've got to move you. I've got to like scrub, scrub, scrub. And then I was like, just slow down and give a massage and enjoy this time with yourself. You know, just such simple things like this of recognising where where can we bring more of whatever we're craving into existence. And that's all it is. It's the integration, right, because it's like, I think we we try and look for these out there things of, okay, we're going to create more space. So we're going to go on a yoga treat for a week. And it's like, yeah, awesome. That's great. But it's about like the mundane moments that you bring magic to and, and these little tasks, like if you wash the dishes or putting the dishes away, like mum life 101. And it's like, how can you be in your body for that? How can you like just deeply drop in? Like you said, like, how can I just be gentle with this? You know, like instead of just like, cool, this is another to-do thing. Wow, I'm taking the time to fucking nourish myself and I'm taking the time to like touch my body and my skin and send love to myself. Like why don't I actually be fully here for that versus like fucking go, 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 get out the door, da, 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 you know, and it's and, and I know we have responsibilities, so that's kind of sometimes going to be there. But I think this is this is what I mean by our capacity, right? It's in these little moments. This is where the unwinding of our nervous system happens. It doesn't have to just be in an hour breath work. It doesn't have to just be in, again, like going to a yoga retreat or something like that. It's actually the unwinding happens when the awareness of the body is there. And then we go, I'm just going to fucking exhale. Shit, I haven't taken a deep breath all day. Wait a second. You know what? I've been playing these loud bangers, but I just want to actually put on some really gentle instrumental flute music and I'm just going to listen to that and just notice what your body does and again this is body led like I think a lot of people are like I just don't know I don't know what I mean it's like if you actually fucking drop in 
and ask your body, pretty sure it's going to tell you exactly what you need. Yeah. Um, and it it doesn't matter if it's in quote, quote unquote, right or wrong. Yeah. It's just yeah. honoring whatever you're feeling and experiencing as your truth in that moment. Totally. And if you're like, yeah, no, I, I do think I feel like some flute music and then you put it on, you're like, <laughs> Nope, fuck, that's not right. But nope. Ooh, what else do we <laughs> back need? Back to the bangers. Yeah, 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 back to the bangers. Exactly. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, we talk about the evolution of, you know, made into mother and, and the big life evolution, but actually let's just evolve moment to moment, day to day as well. Yeah, and really trust what comes through because sometimes you're like, are you, body, are you sure that's what you want to do? Are you sure you want to punch some shit? And then you're like, oh, yep, yeah, I do. You know, or it's like for a lot of people, I think sometimes the first thing comes through and this is really what it was for me. It's like when I was um, younger, more my early 20s, I was really into like high intensity training, plyometrics. I was like a fucking Les Mills instructor, like hard out masculine, like rigid. You were a Les Mills instructor. Body attack all the way. That mate. is Body a new piece of way. information about you. Can't, you. can't you imagine me doing like fucking burpees and <laughs> no. shit, like hard out commando style? Like, come on. And then, of course, I went, it like went from burpees to breath of fire in um, Kundalini. But anyway, um, but that was how it started for me. And then all of a sudden, I was like, I don't know if my body really wants to do this hardcore stuff anymore, but like the identity around that, no, this is, you have to sweat and this is how you get fit and this is how you're healthy. And it's like sometimes, but actually not if your nervous system's fucking jacked the whole time, not if you're like depleted as fuck, not if your hormones are out of whack because of this, like where are we not actually fucking listening, you know? And then that, that was kind of my, my, um, I guess my awakening journey kind of started through that, through the body, right, of like, cool, I've been moving this way, but actually I kind of want to slow down now, you know, and it's funny, like you say, even you notice when your nervous system is like wound up, little moments where you just rush. It's even like when you go to the shop and you kind of speed, then you're like, why am I speeding? It's like a one-minute drive and I'm like fanging it. Like I can probably just chill. (laughs) Or you're like go through like an orange light and you're just like, ah, and it's like, I probably could have just waited and like, it would have been fine. But it's like little moments like that where you're like, wow, I'm constantly rushing. Even walking up to like, you know, get your cup of tea. You're like, oh shit, got to get this. And it's like fucking breathe woman, breathe, slow down. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I've noticed this in my parenting with the kids. It's always come on, quick, 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 quick. And of course I'm going to be, because they take like half an hour to do a five minute job. So I'm always trying to like rush them through. But I now see Quinn, my oldest, doing the same thing to my youngest. She'd be like, come on, bye-bye, quick, bye-bye, quick, quick. (laughs) And when I'm with my mom, I see her using the same Uh, techniques with my girls as well. So Mm. it's like, it's been passed down that we're constantly in this like all right, quick, come on, move on. Who can do it the quickest? Who's going to get there first? Like trying to just actually move them through the task. And then rewarding that. And then rewarding that with being like, okay, yeah, who's the leader? You're the leader. Yay. It's like, okay. Which sometimes that's maybe needed because sometimes sometimes we do have to get get somewhere. Absolutely. But also... Where is it Not our all own the time? Shit? Where is it our own shit? I yeah. this is so interesting because I noticed like just yesterday I was like walking outside. Ollie's just started walking. And um, and by walking, I mean like shuffling. Um, and so it's like cool, he used to go on a bushwalk, he'd be in the pram. Now it's like, cool, he doesn't want to be in the pram, he wants to like explore. So our bushwalk is pretty much within a 10-meter radius, Ollie looking at the leaves and stuff like that. And I noticed myself being like, oh, can we just can we just walk, Ollie? Like, can we just walk this way? I wasn't saying this to you, but I was noticing it myself and just being quite aware of it. And I was like, wow, what if I could just not worry about going for a fucking walk right now and just look at some leaves and shit with Ollie, (laughs) you know? And it's like our body like tenses up with this resistance. And then it's like, oh, wait a second. I actually don't have to be anywhere. Yeah. Why don't I just like, kids are the best for that, right? Um, I mean, the but best I, I noticed, and the biggest triggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I noticed I was like tensing up and I was like, why is it so hard for me to just like look at the ground? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, being really conscious, like when I, and I think we were out there for 45 minutes and, and Luke was like, how was your walk? And I was like, yeah, we got um, out the driveway. Um, and yeah, it's just interesting. Like I'm being really mindful to leave my phone because I notice, like if I start to get uncomfortable with just being present, I'll be like, cool, I'll just do some shit on my phone. And it's like, you don't have anything to fucking do on your phone. Stop like scrolling the weather. You don't care about that. What are you doing? <laughs> no, it's very important for me to have a look at the But it's like you look at something and then you go into these apps and you're like, why am I looking up the seven-day forecast? I don't care. <laughs> yes. and you're like, okay, I'm obviously uncomfortable with just being 
in intimacy with my with my son or this fucking present moment or just not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. in a world where we uh, praise the the doing, the doing, it's yeah. very hard just to be. Yeah, but like yeah. the exhale that comes from that and the space in our body and our nervous system in our freaking life, and it's like the hilarious thing that like things kind of speed up when we slow down. You know what I mean? Like life just flows beautifully when we fucking slow down, but it's so counterintuitive. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Trace, if you had uh, one golden little nugget of advice to share with a mama who's listened to this and she's like, wow, it sounds amazing to be in the body. It sounds amazing to be figuring Mm. out what my light work is, but I don't even know where the fuck to start. Yeah. What could you share? Yeah. And again, this is this is what I'm so in right now. So I can just so say this with conviction of just like start in small moments. Like I think you just don't have to rush this process and you don't have to rush your healing and you don't ha- you definitely don't have to know all the answers right now. But just have that willingness of like, what if all I do today was just do some deep breathing and ask my body how it really feels? What if that's where I start? You know, and then what if I tune in the next day? Hang on. I like, do I really want to go to this or do I actually need a nap? You know, and and it's like these little threads, these little moments to moments of just like actually acknowledging how we really feel underneath, like, oh yeah, I feel okay. I'm pretty good. No, I think I'm good with that. But actually, like, okay, just just take another breath and just ask the question again, you know, and what's like really there. I think that's that's the gold I want everyone to kind of really marinate with is just don't rush your process, but like love yourself enough to start doing it, being in it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and having that deep, uh, deep reflection of, is this my truth where I'm at at the minute, or is this just an ego story that I'm holding on to that perhaps I need to try and shift yeah and for many women no doubt it'll be really fucking scary to admit how you're truly feeling yeah that's why you never do yeah it's the numbness we're so addicted to the numbness aren't we yeah Yeah. and avoidance and I don't want to feel this because I have to let go of control and then I'm going to open a can of worms and then fuck I don't really know what's there and that's too scary so I'm just going to keep the lid on and like that won't lead to your liberation Yep, and once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> exactly. And then you're like, oh, this pop feels, it. it feels good punching shit. <laughs> yes. Oh, Trace, I have just so appreciated your time and this conversation. If uh, people are wanting to find you, what is the best way for them to connect with you? Uh, just go up in my Instagram. That's where cool. I hang out. Cool. Yeah. I will link that in the show notes so you can click that to be taken directly to Tracy. Hit her up in the in the DMs. She's always down for a good chat. Please do. <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah. And thank you so much for your time. I have just loved having you here. Thank you, beautiful. And so celebrating you and your journey and this incredible podcast. And I just feel so lucky to be a part of it. So oh, love you, girl. Thank you. Thank you.